Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched two things this week. We started off with the third episode of She-Hulk on Disney+, and then we watched the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power on Amazon Prime. Major spoiler alert for both those things, and also technically spoiler alert for the events of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, uh, books, films, etc., because we talk about that in terms of the history of Rings of Power. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion, as there are a couple of quick follow-up points, and without further ado, here's We're Watching What? All right, we are on She-Hulk episode three. I'm going to check in with Matt again because this is where the table started to turn for me a little bit and I was getting more into it. How are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, this was my favorite of the three episodes. I'm still not like counting down the days for the next one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh-huh. uh, but it, I I found this one to be the more, most entertaining so far. And then I, I laughed at the Megan stuff at the end, Okay, um, which was nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Jackie? Oh, yeah, I still love it. I'm still having a great time. I'm still laughing through all the episodes. And yeah, I thought, I mean, I just, I mean, the plot line of a guy who genuinely believes he's like hot enough or cool enough, you know, like a middle aged white dude to date Megan Thee Stallion, or I guess a 30 year old <laughs> white dude. I just loved it. Like, I just, I loved it. It just makes me happy, you know? <laughs> yeah. When I liked Emile's, um, like, cold ladies that were all there at the trial oh, yeah. stuff I thought they were funny yes. because I, <laughs> I believe that would happen like <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? 100% yeah 100% it taught me a lot I was like this is the most real thing about this show is that well, I just yeah. loved the like I don't know the revenge aspect of it too because he's always such a douchebag and like just the like I don't know it just felt like it was just fun for me I enjoyed yeah I I mean I, I was so happy to see Wong and I also Acknowledge and love that they were like, yes, we know you're happy to see Wong. <laughs> we're going to break them. Like, we get it. We get it. I think it's like, I know you can't wait to see Wong. I promise this isn't a cameo a week show. But it was just, yeah. you know, I was like, all right, you knew what you knew what I was interested in here. He's the new Nick Fury, like I said. He's, mm-hmm. he's the one who's bridged everything. But I was happy that during the trial, like when he left, or right before he left, I was happy they brought up the fact that he was breaking the law. Like, whatever, because I was like, are we not going to say anything about that? That he he came in here and he broke this yeah this guy out of this prison, whatever. Are we just not going to acknowledge that? And I so I was happy they brought it up. And he's like, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's essentially a fugitive. <laughs> really a fugitive of the law at this point. Because <laughs> I mean, like you could just go grab them from their cells. Like someone yeah. needs to talk about this. Yes, I, I also love. He's either a sorcerer who lives in New York or a librarian in Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you worked for Target for nine years. Also, that yeah, that's you know putting in the time. All of the Easter eggs in the background. I so those articles have been my favorites. Like it's just fun to see all the stuff that they do. I guess the commentary like on the screen about a new like She Hulk when she's like whatever. That's from actual comics. I'm sorry, actual comments that people made. Oh yes, the Twitter announcement post yeah. mm-hmm. or the Twitter stuff. Yeah. So when they were actually like announcing they were going to do She-Hulk TV show, they actually took a lot of those real comments and put them in there. Yes. And I'm sure adjusted them within the legal limits. Oh, of... I'm sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, like as close as could, could be on there. Right? right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The self-awareness in this episode really starts to come into its own because it's self-aware. But like this is when I was like, okay, no, you're, we're getting we're getting somewhere with this for me. Yeah. And if next week continues – with another random screwball villain or something where it's like, okay, now we're, you know, another case with this or that, whatever. If it continues down that path where everything's going to kind of stand alone like that, but be obviously connected, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'll continue to like it more and more as it goes on. All right. Yeah. I thought the, el- the elf lady was funny. I liked her. She- oh, I thought she was hilarious. I haven't really laughed at the other two episodes much at all. And I laughed in this one more than I did in those two combined. I thought she was funny, but I found it, a little bit much, like just a tiny bit for me. The, the like impersonating the judge thing and all this stuff. I was like, okay, okay, we, this, is, this yeah. is a lot. I mean, so you're at an eleven. Yeah. I need you to be at like a five. Like, <laughs> laughed at it too because I was like, well, I just, I don't know, the gods and stuff. They all think that it doesn't matter, and this legal stuff is bullshit anyway. Yeah, I loved. Oh my god, I think my favorite line was Thor's inspirational speeches are not admissible in court. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's good bits in it, so I, you know, again, I, I, I'm yeah. probably closer to Matt than I, I was to you, Jackie, in that, you know, it's take it took me a while to warm to it, but 
you know, I, I think I have faith. I have faith for. Yeah, it feels it's kind of finding its footing more. Yeah. And I think I also enjoyed that. I, I mean, I didn't keep tabs on time, but it felt like she was also not She-Hulk for more of this episode than in other episodes. So uh, where, well, maybe, maybe slightly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm liking it because I love Tatiana, whatever. And it's like, you know, of course, yeah, you want to see her all suited up as She-Hulk and fighting and stuff, but. It's just I cannot get over the effects still, and I'm going to cry about right. it every week, and I just can't get over it. And so I think the fact that I think there was slightly less of it this week made me like like it right. more. Right, the, the forcing function <laughs> yeah, of being like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no powers in jail. Really, I just want the show. I don't want her super. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just want the show with a, you know. Yeah, her CGI is is very bad, so I can understand if it's really what is bringing people down because it's so distracting. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. My note to myself was, oh, God, they're using the old CG abomination. Like, I'm sure it's slightly yeah. updated, but it just, it feels even more out of place, even against her horrifying She-Hulk. Well, and it's like, we saw him so recently in Shang-Chi, and, and he did, not, not that he looked like the most amazing away. thing you ever saw there, yeah. but you yeah. saw him, and you saw him, like, with a movie budget versus this budget. Right. And it was a little yeah. like, oh. <laughs> you know right. it was whatever it was a, it she was still a, takes the cake <laughs> yes I know which is so sad it's just like ugh. but I also don't know I'm like if the CG was spectacular would we still have similar I think we'd be less distracted but I feel like there's still uh, yeah I don't think if the CG was phenomenal I don't think it would be my favorite show of all time or anything like that I, yeah. you know, it's like it's not the only thing it's just it does it's pretty it does egregious. Get in the way more than I wish it would because it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm just angry that it looks bad. It's that I, I literally sometimes stop paying attention to what's going on because I'm just like staring at her like how, you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it actually yeah. distracts me from the story, which is like, God, stop. This needs to stop happening. Right. <laughs> but, you know, what can you do? Yeah. I thought the, the Megan scene at the very, very end in the credits was funny. I was laughing at that. And then, you know. I know. I did, I did love it. It's weird. I love that she showed. Do you know it's because she's it's from Legendary, so Jamila Jamal is the one who talked her into it. Yeah, I'm sure it didn't take much convincing. I'm sure she was like, "All right." (laughs) Well, apparently she loves Marvel movies, so she was excited. You know, yeah. So I I loved that she was in it. I don't know if I loved the twerking part. In part, and this I do think this goes back to the CG is because the She Hulk doing it. I was like, ah, yeah. No, uh, it didn't. It didn't look amazing but i thought it was was more laughing at the idea of like the reality of it (laughs) being like being like yeah like that's you know you're starstruck like at this point she's this like she's a superhero which i know she's Uh a comedy but she's a you know and she's so so starstruck by like megan the stallion that it's like she's actually like a like a dumb little fangirl just like (laughs) whatever and so the thought of like i would die for you (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and the thought that like you could literally watch, like if I could, if you could say, oh, you know, at some point we're going to see She-Hulk and Megan the Stallion twerking together, and you're like, what? And it's just like, yeah. just the idea of it was just funny, but yeah, she didn't look great, but what else is new? <laughs> right, you know, that is one of those moments where it comes in where I'm like, eh, this could have helped, this could have helped, but I, I love that she, you know, was in it, and it came to fruition, and because when they yeah. said like, oh... Megan Thee Stallion. I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. It's actually Megan Thee Stallion. I immediately thought to Legendary and I was like, okay, they, they literally was like, insert hot, hot celebrity here. And they just had to figure out who it was going to be. And then right. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got Megan. So I was like, okay, they, I'd say she's definitely going to appear because yeah. Yeah. Connection that makes there. sense. But still, yeah, no more Titania yet. So I'm like, is she going to make a big comeback or like? I mean, I really hope so. Just... I'll be very sad if that's the yeah, only little bit we got. Everything. Like, <laughs> like I need I, more. I mean, I could answer the question if you want, but. Oh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm fine no, wondering, wondering, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm just, I keep thinking like there's going to be more of a through line that, you know, because they're. I mean, again, this is not even marketing. based on, just like based on the marketing, we have not seen the last of that would be so silly to. That's what I mean. Like, I was like, just because the marketing is still so you know, with her and she's on Twitter and all this, whatever. But I'm like, it cannot be just from what was she on screen for 10 seconds. And just got kicked in the face. It's interesting. The other person who they, you know, touted a bunch is uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry from Hamilton. And we have yet to see hide nor hair of her. So I was like, oh, we're holding on to that one. Yeah. yeah. Excited. To see Are we, happen. we're not halfway yet, right? This is eight episodes or is it nine? 
No, I think it's more than that. It's um, like 10. Well, you know, it's not six. So it's not <laughs> so six. we still got a ways. Yeah. Correct. Which is good because they are short. I do think that they're they're fun little kind of bite sized, but it almost would be nice if they were a little longer. So you could have a little more story, you know? Yeah, I do wonder if this is one where like I think it's nine, where I wonder if we like went back and watched it as a binge. Yeah. It might be. It might like how much that would impact. Because honestly, even even though we were enjoying it week by week and theorizing and having fun with it, I I argue I think WandaVision is much more successful binge than it was a weekly also because they are also short. A lot of a lot of them are anyway. Are they? I didn't. I, I don't think I binged it, so I guess I only have. Yeah, I went back and rewatched of... it. Like mm-hmm. actually, kind of recently, I rewatched. I think actually before mm-hmm. Multiverse, I rewatched it and I sat there and just did it all in one sitting because it was like you could do it in a few hours, and um, I enjoyed it even more than I remembered having enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. So, yes. I wouldn't be shocked if this was a similar experience later on down the line. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Well, unless anyone has anything else major to say, we shall. Move on to Lord of the Rings, the <laughs> Rings the of Ring. Power. <laughs> Two episodes in, how is everyone feeling? Well, so I have a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah, I, I figured that. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm very curious. I'm kind of curious to get your guys' uh, initial reactions. I know some of Jackie's um, a little bit. But Jackie, let's start with you. Yeah. Because we're all kind of different levels of, well, no, like as far as like, you guys fandom. have not read the books. Well, you, well like, different levels of like what we've done, I guess, in the fandom. So you've read some. Yeah. Of them, so I guess I'll or... clarify. So I have not read the books. I am a massive fan of the movies, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You must specify that. Interestingly, Hobbit. like I should say, <laughs> yes. like I, I literally said, I watched Fellowship of the Rings seventeen times in theaters. I was that obsessed with it. And I actually chose not to read the books because I didn't want to ruin the movies. So that's how much I was like in on the movie. Oh, I thought you didn't like his writing. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I read Hobbit like when I was like in sixth grade or something. And I tried to read the Lord of the Rings books before Fellowship came out, before I knew if I would like it or not. And then I was like in Italy on a trip and I couldn't really get into it because I was like Tom Bombadil, I guess, is where I stopped kind <laughs> of. And like, so I didn't get very far, you know, okay. and um, anyway, very, very long way, winded way of saying like, I guess I did try the writing before uh, and I wasn't like super into it, but I also eventually just chose not to read them to give it another go just because I didn't want to ruin the movies. Okay. That's who I am. And I have not done any more reading of his sense so this is our like our ta our tolkien's anonymous meeting so like hi i'm jackie so yeah, yeah. so this my- is like it's like i'm a very interesting fan in the sense that like <laughs> i'm very obsessed with the movies but i have no actual like i don't have a ton of tolkien knowledge i don't think there's you're alone in that though yeah, there's yeah. A lot I, I think that's i'm just yeah. giving you the profile right like seriously obsessed with the movies but somehow still have never read any of the books or anything Right. right. Based on that, how did you feel about the first two episodes of Rings of Power? I enjoyed myself. I had a very good oh. time. Okay. I will say that I have notes, of course, right? <laughs> but, like, I think that, like, I, I loved watching Gladriel be such a badass. And I thought that all of that stuff was everything to me. I loved her whole plot and story and everything. And so I was super stoked on that. Interesting. All right. So I had read the books and I, when I say the books, I mean up to, I just had to pull up his bibliography, up to Children of Huron, which was last published in 2007, post posthumously, obviously. I realized I missed Baron and Luthien and the Fall of, I missed a couple of the later posthumous books. But I, so I've read The Silmarillion, I've read History of Middle Earth, I've read, you know, Hobbit and the, you know, the trilogy long time ago. So I, you know, if you quizzed me on it, I would absolutely know jack shit. I, did not find myself particularly compelled so far by the series. And I was looking at it and I don't know how many episodes that we're going to get, but looking at the runtime of Lord of the Rings, the films, you know, if you group them as a trilogy and you don't even count extended editions, say it's nine hours, I would say by two hours in to Fellowship, I was pretty invested in it. And most people were pretty invested. I do not feel that sense of investment at this point in time in Rings of Power. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's, I think they are nine or 10 episode seasons and there's gonna be five seasons. So it's gonna be about almost like 50 hours of, of stuff. And I guess when you look at like 
the TV model versus the film model, I feel mm-hmm. like a season of this is probably more akin to one of those movies right. as far as, you know, Pacing. so like, yeah, yeah. so this is probably like, what, 20, 25 minutes into the film. But that being said, that's not like a defense of like, you should be. No, no. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But yeah. The episode should like, you know, it, it should grab you, hopefully. <laughs> you know what I mean? Enough to be like. Oh, well, yeah. I just believe that if it's the first episode should grab you. And if it doesn't, right. then that's, that's It needs there. to compel you to want to continue, you know, and if. If it doesn't, then it didn't do its job for you, you know, and that's I, kind of how I feel. I think there are some shows that, of course, they they grow and they become a lot more amazing later on. It's not like the first episode has to be the best of all time, but it mm-hmm. should at least be enough to be like. should be like, intriguing. The next one. Yeah. Right. So, Matt, you are the person probably with the most at stake for this. How? Yeah, this, was a, <laughs> this was a heavy time for me. I, <laughs> I was really, I know we've talked about it a little bit, but I was really hoping to not get excited about the show because I, I just didn't. I wasn't vibing with what they said. You'd they seen so far, yeah. From the beginning and then everything. And then that when they released the trailer trailer, the first teaser where you see actual footage, I was like, oh, I actually like this. And I was into it and I got, I was sad all summer because I was like, I don't, I didn't want to have anything at stake here. <laughs> I wanted to just be like, eh, you know, whatever, wishful thinking. But yeah, so I got pretty excited. I really, really, really liked it. I'm, oh. I'm very into it. Yeah. I, there okay. are, I have things that are bugging me, but I'm enjoying the theories I'm making in my head. You know, I like to do that, but, but sure they're, the mysteries that they're bringing up, like who's the meteor man, you know, like yeah. I have very detailed theories of who that might be, but, and, and all of that being said, not based on things I know about the second age, because that's the cool thing about it is, is it's like, you know, the second age has not been put into a narrative for us. So right, they have so much room to be able to do certain things, but try to stay within certain constraints. And they're obviously bending some rules already, but you know, the films did that too. Everything's going to do that. I don't think the work is meant to be, it was never meant to be adapted. So, right. you know what I mean? Like if it wasn't written for that purpose. So it's like, you know, there are things, you know, we're going to be condensing thousands and thousands of years into a show. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But but five seasons to me means that I think that this show will probably end with the last alliance of men and elves, which is like mm-hmm. when they cut the ring from Sauron's finger. Yeah. But we're meeting you know, Isildur, we're meeting Isildur this season. Like he's, he's part of the cast and that is so many, many, many years later that that happens. So they're like really condensing this, you know, Mm -hmm. which I think is okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I think my biggest challenge with it is that aside from the fact that like, we know who Galadriel and Elrond are, I don't care about any of them so far, except for, I will give, I will give a shout out to the dwarves who, I very much enjoyed, but you know, I, I just think we do have this huge expansive cast and that's fine, but just trying to give so many people screen time at so many different stages feels messy to me. And that, yeah, and it's about to get bigger, <laughs> you right, know, right, exactly. Like, and it's just like, you know, I think fellowship and, and, you know, the trilogy has the advantage of you have Frodo as your sort of every man, right. To, to introduce us to the lens of Middle Earth as opposed to this, which is just like, here's everything all at once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> and I, you know, it was an interesting thing for me because The Silmarillion is is really my favorite book of text that exists that I know of anyway that I've read that I, I love that book so much and I just love the history and all this stuff. And so a dream show for me would be adapting The Silmarillion, which obviously they're not allowed to do, but they're dancing the line so carefully in a way that I appreciate that they're like mm-hmm. they're getting away with what they can get away with the, the references they're making the things they're calling back to it that whole first prologue I was like it sounds so silly but I like paused after it to like have a moment to like cry because it was like so it just no, it was I, so I never, perfect it just was never just thought like... I'd see the, the two trees and the, the destruction of them and all these things that, that they showed us where it was just like the war of wrath and Valyrian sinking into the sea and all that. It just was like, Oh my God. Like it was like this, <laughs> I knew it was coming because they showed clips of that stuff, in the teasers, but I just was like, it was a, a, an overload of like, Holy shit. The stuff that I just, we still may never really see. Fleshed yeah. out, but like that's the closest we've ever gotten. I mean, I'm truly delighted to hear that, but I guess as someone who again, had read it once at least, and you know, doesn't remember any of it, but is very familiar with the, the films and the, you know, the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I was just like, I don't care what's happening. Like, I don't care. I, you are, you are throwing words at me. They are gobbledygook. You know, maybe we'll come back later and it'll have more relevance. But the prologue of, again, I'm going to keep saying like fellowship, 
where it's just like, we're setting the scene. I was like, this is clear. This is understandable. Like, again, I know it's a much more compacted event in a very specific moment in time, but it, there was just something about the way that it was presented in Rings of Power that I it would not absorb into my brain. Yeah, and it's, and it's on that note, it's a harder thing. Problem, okay. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like yeah. I understood the stakes. I felt like I understood what was going on. But you, but you weren't really invested. I'm pretty invested in a lot of it, I guess. I was not very invested in the... What were they called? The like non, they're not hobbits. Oh, the Harfoots. Harfoots. Yeah. Well, I wasn't super invested in that storyline, I guess, but I am curious on who the stranger. Who, yeah, I have theory, but like, uh, but I, I wonder. Yeah, no, I don't know. I felt completely invested in most of it, except for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like them particularly, but I'm hoping that it grabs me a little bit later when we get. It just felt very introductory to that character to me. And so, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a character we've seen before and wasn't very, you know, at least to me, just yeah. this, like, I want to go on an adventure and I'm from a place. I'm not going to listen that. to people. Yeah. You know? Oh, and so it's like, okay, that's kind of boring and not, not intriguing to me. Right. Yeah. I was excited to see a Sildor. I was, ex- you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, okay, we cool. Seen, you we know? haven't seen him yet. No, but we were like talking about him and like, and, and like, I, I don't know. I was excited to see the the elf um, a metal worker. What was his name? Um, oh, Kilbrimbor. Yeah, I was excited to see him. I don't know. I was into it. I was I was having a good time. There there were parts of it. I think the second episode was actually a little bit better for me. Yeah. But the first one, I was just like, I I literally I had a moment where I was like, do I watch the second one right now? Do I watch it at all? Mm. I was like, if I don't watch it now, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, see, I watched them all. I watched, I watched both of them two times, and I was like, not like oh. in a row, but I, yeah, I, yeah. No, I mean, I, was, I watched I, them back to back. I watched was, them both yeah. again yeah. too. When I, oh, I finished, I was like, okay, I really want to watch that again, and I, you know, kind of pick up on things because, from my point of view of like the the back knowledge that I am obsessed with versus what I don't know, because since there are new characters and stuff, I was pleasantly surprised that while I am invested in the Galadriel storyline, I'm also able to imagine a little bit where it's yeah. going yeah. more. And I, I love, I'm, I'm invested in it. I was like, I love it. I actually was, I think I was telling Jackie this at some point this weekend, but um, Elrond like walks off the page for me, like this actor, like everything about his performance and the way he's being portrayed in the show is oh, like. So and funny. I cannot stand him. I'm loving it. And I, oh my God. And his scene work with like Durin and Disa, like it was, I mean, God, so good. I, I, I love all that stuff, but. It's it's like I'm looking at that stuff as oh I'm so excited to see these locations and seeing Linden on screen is amazing going to Eregion is amazing like, I can't wait to see Numenor like all these things that are like oh god but with the Harfoots and the Meteor Man and then honestly Arondir and and I think his name is Bronwyn um, who are completely new characters I am really both actually invested in both of those storylines because it's like things that like I don't have any who, idea who like, who are the, which ones are they I don't know exactly what they're building on and it's like I, those are the things I'm most excited to see play out currently. Are those okay? Two. But you're gonna have to clarify which are those two, because <laughs> everybody's name has something ear. <laughs> like Rondir is the elf. Like so, basically the elf that they're like on the watch and they're kind of oh 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 yes better. yeah. And I think it's really fascinating. Like not fascinating, but I I like the idea of them being there for over a thousand years, watching over these people who were essentially Trumpers. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah. watching over there, worshiping Morgoth. Yeah, and the High King. You know, Gilgal. It's like they need to be watched because these they just can't be trusted, you know. And like, and I I love that because it's like Although, you don't really get that kind of ground level stuff as much with the elves. It mm-hmm. is a little bit, a lot bit messed up where they're just like, "Yep, genetically, you are predisposed to be a yeah. monster." <laughs> I'm like, well, uh, but that's uh, what I like about it because that's the that's who the elves are. Like you know, like they are they know everything and what they say well, goes. They think they know everything. People. Well, no, I know. What I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, and so that's why these people like. Like Galadriel even knew to have the good sense to hide that she had pointy ears when she was found with the people in that raft, because mm-hmm. it was like she because people don't respect the elves. It's like f you, get off your high your high horse, you know. But like the elves are so out of touch with whatever, which is why the dwarves end up painting them, right? So I I love all that the, the dynamics there, and yeah, it's not some new fresh idea to play with elf and mortal falling in love, like whatever. But I got invested in them honestly, and I thought, I thought some it of that was so work, cute. I really liked it. Yeah. And I actually really loved when, like, like him and Durin, right, the mm-hmm. king, and when he was explaining, like, how out of touch he was as a friend, you know, like, you missed my wedding, you missed my kids, you missed, you know, because for him, that's no time at all, right? But for someone else, it is, and you have to 
be mindful of that, you know? And I just kind of like, I just loved that kind of calling out, you know what I mean? And like, because we've always known, you know, that the dwarves and elves don't get along. And from my perspective, I don't know much about that, right? Because they don't really go into it in any of the Lord of the Rings movies. And so it's kind of cool to see the insights of like, oh, this is where it starts to, you know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. reasons why they're so out of touch. And I don't know. I liked it. But it's it's the events in The Hobbit mm-hmm. that kind of solidify it, though. Like, as, as we know it in Lord yeah. of the Rings. You know what I mean? So we see that with, like, yeah. Thranduil not helping them and stuff. Like, that's where it really comes from. But, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, but there is this, like, level of kind of, you know, again, they're snobby. You know what I mean? And the dwarves yeah. are kind of like, yeah. leave us alone. Like, you know, like, whatever, we're cool doing our thing. I thought it was so cool to see Casa Doom as, like, a functioning, like, City. City. Yeah. I love their use of light to grow things down there. And I thought that was just like so beautiful. I loved it. And I was, it was cool to see because you don't really, you don't really ever go to Casa Doom in the, in the narrative stories, you know, and see it. It is anything but where Gandalf dies. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like you just hear about it, but you don't really. So it's cool to see it. I, I love that we'll spend time there. I do not like that both Durans are existing at the same time, I will say, because dwarves believe in like reincarnation. And so like they decide. King Durin is whoever, like, is king, probably the is... reincarnated version uh-huh. of the last Durin who just died. And it, like, has nothing to do with blood. And they decide it based on personality and looks. And so it doesn't make any sense that Durin the third Has already been crowned. Would like... be alive. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, because they can't be alive at the same time. So that bugs me. But whatever. It's fine. I don't know. It was cool. I, but I think that when they're opening the box and you see, like, the shiny, whatever, I think that they're discovering Mithril for the first time, which would be really cool to kind of mm. see when they start to mine that. But yeah, I don't know. I thought I loved seeing the door to Casa Doom before. Cause it's like, you know, we don't, they don't have the magic elf door that they have in the Lord of the Rings yet. You know, it's like, there's right. all this stuff that like, I think we're going to see it all happen, which is really cool. It has me very excited for all that stuff, but I, but I remain nervous. Cause you know, at any time <laughs> you could do something. <laughs> I like I, say. I have theories and they could, they could be really upsetting to me if some of them come true. <laughs> I will say I was actually fairly disappointed in the, and this is, this comes down to TV versus movie, right? And budgets mm-hmm. and time and all that good stuff. But I was disappointed at the, like, costuming. It's not, like, horrifically bad, right? But the costumes in the Lord of the Rings movies are so stunning and so well done that it's kind of hard n- not to comment well, on the fact that, you know. Yeah, it's not just the costumes, right? It's the practical sets. It's the, like, effects. It's yeah. all that stuff. And I think you just feel the absence of it. It's funny because I somebody had been asking me questions about it. And they were like, it's like dating. Once you've felt the real thing, it's hard to pretend to feel. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> oh, I feel that for this. And like, I get it. Like, I the Lord of the Rings movies had years of pre-production where sure. they were making things and doing stuff. And I know that the show didn't necessarily have that. And I get it. And, you know, and from what I've been reading, because it's funny, I follow a decent number of, like, um, costumers on, like, Instagram, just because I love costumes and movies and whatever. And I guess the thing that they're all pissed about lately is that to get everything out when people need it for special effects and stuff, they've been cutting down pre-production for, like, wigs and costumes in, like, half for a lot of productions This is This explains. But see, this is why you see, and this is what I want to tell you about is that's why you're seeing all these synthetic wigs instead of real human hair wigs is because mm. those are tens of thousands of dollars and take months to make. And so they're just cutting corners and money where they can because pre-production and, and stuff has just been getting shafted, apparently. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Slash, we have seen it in action a multitude of times. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I, I, had, I have not bumped on the costumes at all. So I'm like curious if I'm like, oh, am I not paying oh, attention to them? Because no, I, I, I think I loved her dress in Linden and I loved like Gil Gallad's look and all the stuff. And I I love Arondir's armor with like the tree face on it. Like I love it. Like I'm, it's like there's things that I'm like, I, that the stuff I'm noticing about them, I'm really liking. But, um, and like when they were all getting de-armored to go to Valinor at the end or the first episode okay. and like de But I'm sorry. When she is sopping wet and they, I was just like, that is a sheer I get it. We don't want an R rating. We're not trying to show a nip slip here. But I was just like, you gotta, you come on. Like, the, you know, I saw they were trying to physically like frame her in ways that. So it was just mostly like the the thing I mostly bumped on was some of the wigs were pretty bad, and then the um, chainmail. Mm. They had very little of it and and hidden in places, and then you could tell that there was like 
textured material underneath to look like it, kind of. <laughs> so it looked like they were like, but I'm just a freak who notices things like that. And it's like, you know, I get it. They did the best they could, I think, with what they had. Yeah. Because we'll as we'll have to see you know, if you've watched the like Lord of the Rings, you know, making uh, up extra all features, of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, like someone literally sat in a room for like two years and made chainmail. That's how it looks so good on their set. So I get it. It's time consuming. But this is this is the thing is that it's one of the most expensive television shows in the history of humankind so far. Where I get it, we're spending some of the money on effects and casts and all this stuff, but there, it's the little things that yes, you, you know, a layperson might not immediately notice, but I think you feel them, and that frustrates me a bit. I mean, story is its own thing, right? Like, obviously, I'm I'm giving uh, grace to the fact that like you know maybe it's just taking time to build and all these things, and I'll I'll click in at some point, but some of these factors, I'm just like. Ugh. Like, it's not going to get better. You know they're not going to get more, you know, they're not going to up the production budget for a lot of these things. It just makes me a little sad. Yeah, well, and we'll see, too, like, when it comes to, like, the production budget, stuff, it, like, I mean, we'll we'll see when there's, like, battle, like, bigger, like, more chain mail around. You know, like, right now we're not seeing a lot yeah. of scenes where people are, like, it, yeah. you know, suited up totally. for that kind of stuff. So we'll see if maybe it gets better. But, yeah, I'm not sure. But, I mean, I will say, I mean, games of Game of Thrones, the wigs got way better in later seasons. So it's possible. Better. But the Game of Thrones had to prove itself in a way. Amazon invested so much money in this already that yeah. it's like they knew they knew what they were playing with. So yeah, you know, again, choices. I <laughs> I have a shallow question to ask everyone. <laughs> One of my things about this, and maybe it's just the age I am watching this at at this point, but I'm not. I I probably had a crush on like you know seventy five percent of the Fellowship of the Ring, and I'm going to include Ian McKellen in. <laughs> But, you know, I just felt like it was like a really attractive bunch of people. I'm not saying anybody in Rings of Power is unattractive, but I'm not like, oh, dang. Like, are you serious? I thought I, that. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to forget his name. But the the black elf that's. Falling oh, the oh, uh, uh, his name. His real name is like Ismael um, Cruz something. He's a yeah. rondeer in the show. Yeah. I mean, I think he's. I thought not, he was so hot. And he's not I my, like in person type, so stunning. I thought she was so beautiful in some of those shots. I was like, I'm into this. I, the problem for me with Galadriel and Elrond is that I'm just comparing them to Hugo Weaving and Kate Blanchett, and you're not going to be Kate Blanchett for me. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. it's just it's not an that's option. Awesome. But yeah. that's why I am happy that they are doing this take on her. That's very like different, grounded, and like she's this is her journey to try to become. Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like this is not Kate Blanchett and it's intentionally yeah. not. And so I think it was smart to do that rather than yeah. have her in the time, but she's always been the Kate Blanchett, <laughs> you know, yeah, version. Right, right. So that's at least smart. But I get to glow grow into her beauty. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Kate is I don't think Elrond's very hot, I guess. No, I find him very unattractive. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take it back. Galadriel's brother was hot. <laughs> yeah. But that's about mm-hmm. it. And we only saw him for a few moments, so yeah, I yeah, thought a lot of people were hot, though, I guess. I don't know. I just, again, it could just be, like, where I'm at in life and all the, But I, you know, I remember before The Lord of the Rings even came out, right? Just they were yeah. like, here's the casting people. And I was like, oh, my, be still, my nerd heart. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But I, mean, I might just have moved past that, like, fangirl. Time. Right. Yeah. Especially that Grima Worm tongue, you know. Ooh, Brad mm-hmm. Dourif. I think we're, mm-hmm. we have the same birth date, not year, but... <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. I, was, I was like, him? Really? <laughs> Gonna head? I mean, he looks a lot less tragic in real life. I'm sorry. We yeah. don't have the same birth. John Noble and I have the same birth date. Okay. Yeah. Which was Yeah, still- I think when it comes to the attractiveness, the only one I really feel like strongly about that they are definitely missing the mark on in my mind. We haven't seen him in the show yet, but you've seen him like in the trailers. But Anatar, the character, I just, he's supposed to be like, I was talking to my sister about this. I was like, he, to me would have been someone that, like, I love him as Thranduil, but he would have been someone that, like, Lee Pace would have, like, slayed the role mm. of. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this person that is masquerading around that, like, looks to be that character in this um, mm-hmm. is scary looking. Yeah. I think you've seen him, Jackie, because I think you saw a thing where it was, like, Emma, someone's like, oh, Eminem's in the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I just had to pull that him up. Be, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that should be, like, a hot elf, you know? And mm. so, um, yeah. 
I, I already know they've missed the mark there, so you're probably onto something. But <laughs> but it was, which no offense to that guy, I just he should but he should be someone that like you're like I think seduced by more kind of like the presence of them is like ooh, <laughs> you know. Oh wow, his real life, his IMDb <laughs> photo at least is much more attractive than. Yeah. I it's just attractive. makeup like what they've done to him i'm just like oh i don't know oh they took did off you... his eyebrows and they did they, i mean they did a lot to him that, honestly yes, that's that, a lot that of will well and, and the point is is like he's supposed you're supposed to think he's a good good guy <laughs> so he's you know what i mean like that's yeah. so he's not supposed to look like this like sinister looking like what the hell you right know? it's just too <laughs> obvious i mean, to... I mean that that those the scenes when he's talking ugh, he's just so it's visceral my reaction to him so who do we think the stranger is at this point? I have theories. I have hopes. I have not. I, <laughs> I don't know. I know, Jackie, you had a theory that I, I did not let you finish yesterday. So you should, <laughs> you should finish what it is. Okay. So this is not a great yeah. theory just because obviously I've never read it. I'm just going to reiterate. I've never read any of yeah, the things. No, it's fine. Okay? There's many There's people who are not. Any of them, though. Let me be clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think... It's like I just I don't want to be wrong and have this like <laughs> there's a ever. there's a lot of people it could be we're just it we're just, yeah, yeah. we're early enough on that like really I was, getting, is... I was getting Gandalf vibes with the cinematography like I mean you're not the, the like, only person who crinkles and some of the like that kind of stuff but uh-huh. I just don't know like I don't know enough about wizards and how they're born created whatever to understand like how possible that is or why they would do that oh, totally or possible. maybe it's just like a wizard or i don't know but that's that's what i was getting from the they did these cinematography like up against his eyes versus like gladriel it was very i don't know it just reminded me a lot of Gandalf. okay i having not paid attention to most of it just assumed it was gonna be future saruman <laughs> no, i'm sorry not saruman sauron Mm. Um, I mean, it could be Saruman too if you want to play like the wizard, you know, meteor game. But yeah, I was just like, it's very dirty. <laughs> yeah, I just I, assumed he's gonna be a bad guy. I've gone all over the place. I I really hope it's not a wizard, just because it's just so early for wizards to be there. And and yeah, but but whatever, you know, it could. It, it's not that it couldn't be. I I just hope it's not. I'm also like really honed in on that when it comes to the Sauron thing. The only thing I think would be weird about it being Sauron is that we go back to like Caleb Brimbor talking about he wants to build this like huge forge and blah 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 and yeah, all this yeah. for something that I'm it's probably something that would help protect their realms in Middle Earth and preserve the beauty of the realms while the Earth dies, you know, kind of thing because they'll yeah. want to live forever, and that eventually probably manifests as the rings. But like, if we're already getting to a point where we're talking rings, like Anatar should already be in Caleb Brimbor's ear about that. And so it feels like if Sauron's already there on Arda, like the physical world, why would he have like gone away and come back as a meteor? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm like, it, it feels to me like, because we already know he is there, right? Or he was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I was like, oh, maybe it's not him. But Well, so my but, assumption is if that was, if it is, and I'm not tied to this, but you know, that is that it wasn't by choice that he mm-hmm. went away. And that, uh, you know, he comes back and we see him, we get to see the the before, you know, some some glimmer of humanity or whatever. I don't think he's a human or, but, but you know, some yeah. some glimmer of like not pure evil. And then we we witness the like descent again into his true nature. But yeah. Yeah. No, and that could be it. Absolutely. And, and so anyway, when I look at all of that, I then also go toward, I do think that whoever it is, is probably evil has been corrupted to be evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Sauron, based on what Galadriel said in Thorodwaith, like when, at the beginning, when they're in that old Morgoth's old stronghold, they see the orc on the wall and they're like, oh, they were, you know, obviously testing, working with like the unseen, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. She made a, a line about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seen and unseen in Tolkien is like, unseen is where you're seeing the witch kings. Like when Frodo puts the ring on, he goes into the unseen. Right, right, right. And that's where yeah. like wizards, mm-hmm. it's where, you know, Myars can be. And so he's obviously doing stuff with that. And then we have that blade that's like a reverse Morgul blade. But to me, it's like something that rebuilds itself. It's like, yeah. I, clearly they're playing with the seen unseen thing, right? So mm-hmm. I feel he is, he is somewhat, he's a, a Maya that, Sauron has figured out a way to corrupt in the way that Morgoth did. And what so a, you're going to have to, what's Maya? Maya? Ma, so Valar, the Valar are like, are gods. Maya are, are like angels, essentially. Okay. 
So like, and then the elves are the children of the Valar, you know? And so uh, the Maya are like lesser beings, but Sauron's a Maya, a Maya. All the wizards are Maya. Okay. You know, that kind of thing. Sure. And so all of that to be said, in the beginning also when they're in the ice place and the guy's like, oh, I can't feel the flames. There, there's no feeling in here. And she says, there's too much evil here. Uh-huh. And like, they don't have feeling or whatever. Right. And then notice that like in the, the beginning of the second episode, Nori comments on the fact that the fire around the guy is not hot at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so he's evil. Like, <laughs> this is shroud. Whatever is happening is shrouded in evil. Yeah. I have a wild, 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 I have no idea, but I actually wonder if he's Durin's Bane, the Balrog who kills Gandalf. Oh. And I wonder if... Balrog start as a person? They're Maya. And so Maya Maya are like entities, and then they can take... The Valar will send them to put them into a form, and Morgoth corrupted Maya beings, one being Sauron, Uh and all the Balrogs of the First Age. And so that Balrog who kills Gandalf during Durin's Bane is the only way he's known, right? But that Balrog yeah. in Moria is the last known one alive since the first age that escaped after the War of Wrath and Morgoth was defeated, right? And he was just slumbering all those years until the dwarves woke him up. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if they're going to take this thing where, like, they're all gone and Sauron has found a way to corrupt a Maya and summon a Balrog. And he's, like, trying to build his forces. And also the timing of that meteor arriving was juxtaposed. What's the word? Cut, cut together, Deposed. juxtaposed yeah. with Galadriel leaving the realm. And so it almost felt kind of like, oh, this is good timing. My biggest threat is leaving. So I'm going to yeah. start building my, building my forces. <laughs> you know, like, this, well, this I, is my master plan. I also wonder is this like a, a, you know, the dwarves coming into play where the girl, the lady dwarf, the only Disa. lady dwarf, Disa, you know, she's talking about like singing into caverns and like unlocking mm-hmm. more, you know. So do they, have, have we <laughs> unlocked the Balrog? Oh my yeah. god, I would actually love that just because it was to be so unexpected, but I I think it would be an interesting sell for less entrenched fans. Yeah. To like explain the whole concept of like Amaya is like a it's a you know, it's a race of things that they get multiple forms and all that good, good luck. Balrog. Sure, yeah, they, they could simplify it way more than I just did and and they could, you know, cuz again, Morgoth did that and essentially created the Balrogs, but like we don't know how he did. Like how like what you right. know. I would imagine we get like an Urukai birthing scene, yeah. you know, where we you know just see, or see being tortured or something. Yeah, and, exactly. And made of shadow and flame. Shadow and flame. <laughs> you know, like, all right, and yeah. and so yeah, it it makes me think because the thing is the reason like and he's he seems to be like confused, but he probably would be if he's in the midst of being corrupted and just being pulled down by Sauron. Uh-huh. They're not inherently bad; they're right. inherently good. Like you know what yeah. I mean? It's and so if he's being corrupted but he's going to become the Balrog, I think it could be a really emotional kind of like thing where you could see Sauron slowly turning this thing into a demon, you know, and it's kind of yeah. sad to watch. And I also love, I actually really like Nori, the, the Harfoot character. I think the actress is good enough to where she sells it for me and I'm into her. It's not the most creative character ever created. I know that, but I just, I'm into her enough, but I think it'd be kind of darkly funny if... <laughs> The, the original hobbits were, like, responsible for nourishing this Balrog. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> that, kills, that kills their bestie, Gandalf. <laughs> it's fine. Gandalf is fine at the end. We're fine. It's, you know, good spoilers. Gandalf will just, be fine. It just, yeah, it would just make, you know, it, was, <laughs> it would just make me laugh. Yeah. But yeah if I mean, I, I like that theory. Yeah, I have not heard that one yet, so. Yeah. But if he was a wizard, I thought more Radagast because I was, like, kind of seeing how Radagast becomes this quirky, like, Forest dwelling, person. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Or, there are also two blue wizards that we never meet in the movies that don't have names that we know of um, on Earth, but they're blue wizards that are sent down with the wizards, and like it'd be cool to meet them, you know. It would Why be, not? but I just I can't imagine. Yeah, it's a lot seeding this character at this point and not having, having it be a reveal of someone that you don't even. Well, you know, like... it could no, I could see it being somebody we don't even know, but I would imagine it honestly being like a completely different plot, like somebody who has impact upon the universe as opposed yeah, to like yeah, the blue yeah. wizards are kind of like auxiliary characters that yeah. there are more prominent wizards that we. Yeah, someone that already has in. an impact we know of. You yeah. Know what I mean? if you've watched or you have to just write a whole new impact, which is fine as well. Like it's, yeah. but it's either somebody who, you know, comes into play or a whole new character. Yeah. I think with these new storylines, the Harfoots being one of them that like aren't in the books. I think that it, yeah, I think we'll see they probably will have direct ties to things that are. The other movies. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because it's like. To, to bring already, people in into like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and already a Rondir and Bronwyn, this is totally storylines that never existed. These characters don't exist. But like we're already, now we've, okay, orcs and like everything. And there's this whole thing. 
they're already bringing familiarity with them right away. Right. You know, to kind of be yeah. like, okay, get into it. Um, and I loved that orc scene. I thought that orc was scary. And I thought the idea that we're like making a singular orc scary is like yeah. mm-hmm. a cool way to do it. I thought it was, you know, because we're so desensitized to them, I think, you know. Yeah. These people would not be because they've never seen one, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. 100%. And it was all tall and lanky. And I liked that because, you know, the orcs initially were like elves that were tortured by, you know, mm-hmm. Morgoth and mutilated into orcs. So I thought it was kind of cool that they were still big and, yeah. Well, cool. I, I yeah, know. I liked it. I was in. I'm excited. I'm excited enough. If you can't tell, I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, I mean okay. that makes me really happy yeah. because it, you know, seeing that. Not that we should fuel the internet fire, but I hadn't yet seen anybody who is a hardcore fan be like, "Oh my god, I absolutely adore this," and I hadn't seen anybody who does not have a ton of familiarity be like, "Ah, yes, this has been what got me into you know, like Lord yeah. of the Rings and Tolkien." So. You know, and again, that's there's just like so much churn happening, and it's quite possible mm-hmm. I don't see it, but I had not spoken to except for you now. You know, anyone who was really, really, truly invested in if yeah. this was bad, it would break you as a person. So, right, right, yeah, no, yeah. and it, you know, we were we were worried I wouldn't be here today, you know, and it's like, yeah, that's true, and so it kept me alive, but yeah, no, I, I got texts from a, a number of different friends who are all on the different spectrum, I guess, of like they, they like it casually, Lord of the Rings, whatever, who liked the show. I don't know if they're like in love with it, but they thought enough to text me and be like, well, I really liked the new Lord of the Rings show. <laughs> so I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, um, and then my like, sister I had nothing liked to do it. with it, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, sister liked it, and I think my parents liked it. But yeah, I don't know. But again, it's like, yeah, it's it's impossible. Because Fellowship of the Ring is one of the greatest films of all time. Mm-hmm. And I just I just think that. And I so it's, it's really hard. Everything has to be compared to it. To that mm-hmm. trilogy, but like, you know, and, and the feeling you felt after watching that movie for the first time. And it's like, if we're always hoping to just have that matched, we're always going to be disappointed. And that's yeah, that's, was, that's uh, very, very you know? true, right? Where it's just like, this is at a severe disadvantage in that sense where it has really big shoes to fill. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, or we'll see if it, if it can do it. Footprints, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see what it can do. I mean, again, and I think the mysteries are exciting. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have any, like, thoughts about the guy on the raft, like, who that might be. <laughs> You know, like oh, I think he's, he's a new, he's die. like a character we don't know. <laughs> I, I I wondered if he was the father that left, like Bronwyn's ex, because he said he was run out of his town. And then, oh. like, they made it a point to be like, oh, your dad left. He's like, no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> oh, and I yeah. wondered. Yeah. That would yeah. be, okay. I mean, that would I be a very small world. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's but very... also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's very possible, no. but it's it's just like okay, Middle Earth is a yeah. decently large place. People like oh no, it is. But then I had had that world with Arondir and stuff like Galadriel. They don't know each other, presumably. It's just like we're being shown the stories and how they're going to connect. Sure, so that yeah. could be what connects them. You know, right? He, but he could also be a number of like I know he has a name Hal Halbroth or something, but um, yeah. he could be a number of different characters. I don't know, but he could. I mean, God, he could be Sauron. Honestly, it could be because Sauron could be anybody. He's a shapeshifter. Sure. So we could That's... be any like, and I, I think it's kind of cool to think like there could be cool reveals in the show where you don't realize you're watching Sauron for half of a season watching a character. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they they yeah. could do all kinds of crap in the show. That could be really fun. And uh, I also I mean, had a weird random thought. And I was like, what if he's the one who becomes the Witch King? Oh, Ooh. that'd be cool. I mean, you know we're going to meet them. Right. In yeah. retrospect, I realize it's it'd be so obvious to seed Sauron as the meteor man so early. So, I, you know, I, I, it's like too obvious to be like, a spooky guy in a ball of fire and not a lot of clothes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm supportive of your Balrog. Uh, or even... it's very out there let me tell you it's, it's well yeah it's but like thinking dr doom was going to be in in uh one division i think but it's occasionally uh... though things pay off so sometimes, one of these days sometimes. your theories will you know, pay did off the salem witch trials and i did get them so you, that's you know, true <laughs> right right you got to <laughs> use it on happen. the things that you really care about and <laughs> yeah. care about no, and i don't know that this would be like oh that's the, the greatest thing of all time if that became true it's just no but i would literally be like, like all right i need you to start like predicting lotto numbers for me <laughs> if, <laughs> if like, the balrog well, is this i think i would just like it i'm looking for a, a i'm looking for an answer to who he is that wouldn't like irritate me and sure. i think a wizard would irritate me yeah it's <laughs> early anyway because the wizards were set down as a response to Sauron when the rings were made. So it was like, they, it's like, okay, now we actually need more reinforcements by the Valor. We're like, okay, we'll give you some wizards. Like, it was like, you know, Iliad gods playing chess in the sky type of thing, why they became a thing. So it was like, it feels weird that they would be coming already, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it could be like a precursor to it. But anyway, like, we, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Well, if my theory is correct, it does make me sad to watch Fellowship of the Ring now and think that that Balrog was not from the first age. Oh, <laughs> sad. But that's fine. 
Yeah. Because Gandalf would still know him as a Balrog of Morgoth, because that's what... That's what he is. Balrogs are known for, being Morgoth yeah. people. So, yeah, I don't know. But well, I won't. I won't even ask if we will continue watching because obviously, even <laughs> I, who am the most tepid on it, I was going to continue watching for a while. Yeah. So, but I yeah. will ask. We're watching what? What else did we watch this week, or were we too blown away by? I watched the new season of Selena and Chef, season oh. four. She's uh, okay. making things still, and it's cute. I like it. Yeah, I didn't really watch anything else super new. Like my my uh, Halloween season has started, so I've started oh, watching God, my like you know cycling through. I watched Frank and Weenie. I watched Nosferatu the Vampire. I was just like watching some of my some of my fall. My fall I watched movies. Practical Magic for that reason. That's okay. All right. I was going through doing that stuff, and you know, I've stayed caught up on all the drag race things that are happening, and they're they're fun. I started. I restarted watching that. Celebrity. Yeah, I'm I'm still in the first episode of Celebrity. It's slow going. It's not feeling like super compelling, which it was very. You know, it, it's it wasn't. It's expecting. hard because it's just here's a bunch of performances. You know. Yeah. So that part I, of it's a little. I'm not proud to admit it, but I watched Love in the Villa, which is a terrible Netflix original rom com e movie, etc. I was very sleep deprived during because it's a kajillion degrees here, and I was just like, I just need something to fall asleep to, <laughs> and then fell asleep to it for a bit. Oh, but, I, but 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 I decided to like the very first the beginning of it awful like so annoying but again then it finds its you know cheesy flow yeah what else did i watch i watched another thing oh i started watching i think it's called the patient on hulu with steve carell and donald gleason and i think donald gleason's a serial killer i don't think that's like a hidden piece of info and he like kidnaps steve carell who plays a psychiatrist or psychologist yeah only two episodes very short but you know, was interested. <laughs> that sounds cool. up my alley. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it's a it's a decent like us show. <laughs> yeah, I'll check that out. And then I started watching the other thing I watched is called Little Demon, which is an oh, animated yeah. show with Danny DeVito plays the devil, and then his actual real life daughter voices. It's a, it's an animated, show, it, it, and his, so his real life daughter voices the spawn of the devil, and then Aubrey Plaza's in it. And you know, it's it's kind of in my weird animation vibe. Yeah, do you like it? Yeah, it's it's decent. You know, it's like it's uh, so there's like Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon who are the Rick and Morty team, and then they both have a bunch of other projects going right now. So uh, Little Demon, like Dan Harmon, executive produced, and Justin Roiland has like Solar Opposites and stuff like that. And there's always just like a goriness and a grossness to it. Like Rick and Morty also just came back, which I watched. That I don't. It's just a little too much for me. You know, and this one has a lot of like blood and guts and etc. I'm like, ugh. It's just a little gross, just, but I, I like the premise of it and enough of it that I will continue watching it. But yeah, kind of grossed out by a fair amount of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that, thank you both. Thank you. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a quick follow-up point. So why can't they adapt the Silmarillion? Tolkien never wanted to sell the rights to his books to be adapted, but apparently was forced, forced might be a generous word, but he, he did so for money in the 1970s, but he only sold the rights to The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Rings of Power is drawing from the appendices of those books, uh, and you know, and the books themselves, but they are working with the Tolkien estate, so that's probably why there's being a bit of freedom being granted. Also, one of the showrunners said, there's a version of everything we need for the second age in the books we have the rights to. As long as we're painting within those lines and not egregiously contradicting something we don't have the rights to, there's a lot of leeway and room to dramatize and tell some of the best stories that Tolkien ever came up with. So technically, we are not seeing those events, but we are also seeing those events just seen through a very careful legal framework. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.